we sing the song, I surrender all, but are we actually willing to give all of ourselves to Jesus? Are we willing to give him our best? Pastor Nicole, my associate and wife shares this week. I'm Pastor Jason Barnett, and this is the Dirt Pastor Man Podcast. Inferior to the Lord, 
For I am a great king, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and my name is awesome among the nations. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As I was reading this, I was struck with this very real, very personal, and very common issue. I've been giving the Lord inferior sacrifices. What makes a sacrifice inferior to God? And that's the question we're going to be asking. What makes a sacrifice inferior? A son naturally honors his father, and a slave respects his master. If I am your father, where is my honor? If I am your master, where is my respect? When we as Christians profess to know and love the Lord, there is an expectation there. Think about what you expect a Christian, somebody who, who says that they are absolutely in love with Jesus Christ. Think about what you expect them to be like. Christ commands us to be loving. But when we declare that we're Christians, are we loving? And I'm not just meaning of the people within this building. I'm not just meaning the people who agree with everything that we agree with. I mean the people that absolutely disagree with everything we stand for. Do we love them? When we declare that we're Christians, we're expected to be living a life of holiness. And what is a life of holiness? A life of holiness is a life that honors everything in this book. That means that we're not going around and getting wasted. We're not going around and, and having um, unholy relations with people. We're not going around and, and mistreating other people. We are reflecting Christ in our actions, which means that we are behaving in a way that says, I follow this. I follow Christ. But are we doing that? If somebody were walking here today and they knew you from the streets and didn't know that you were a Christian, would they be shocked to see you here? Think about your social media posts. Are they reflections of Christ? I mean, not all of you are on social media, but a lot of you are. Are they a reflection of Christ? Or are they a reflection of an inferior sacrifice that you offer to God? You see, when we declare that we are Christians, that we are following Christ, and we live in a life that is less than holy, we make light of the Lord's name. When we declare that we are followers of Christ and live a life that is not pleasing to Him, we are literally taking the name of the Lord in vain. Do you realize that? So when we go around and we are condemning people just because they don't agree with us, now there is such thing as sin, and sin must be condemned, but the people, that is not our job. We point out the sin, but we are never to declare that just because somebody disagrees with us that they are condemned to hell. That is not our job. Because guess what? God might have placed you in that person's life to be a light that will bring them back from that break, that will bring them to grace. But if you have already condemned them, you will not be that tool. We cannot take the name of the Lord in vain by living our life as anything less than holy. And when we have decided that we, are, we don't want to live a life that is holy, 
We have offered an inferior sacrifice. Why? Because we are the sacrifice. But if we are not completely surrendered to God, and we've decided that I would rather condemn people, I would rather hate people, I would rather live my life the way I want to live it. I would rather keep the drinking, keep the smoking, keep the keep the shacking up, keep the pornography, keep whatever it is that is preventing us from living a holy life. If we would rather keep that, we are not offering ourselves holy to God. We are offering a broken half part of it. We are leaving dishes in the corner to collect mold. Yeah, I'm just laughing. That's a real situation. <laughs> we are leaving dishes in the corner to collect mold. And we are not loving God. We have offered ourselves partially. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up. And, and I can't help but think when, when I think about treating the Lord's table as common. I can't help but think of, of a Thanksgiving feast. That's the Lord's table. A Thanksgiving feast that has you know, the turkey, the stuffing, the, the cranberry sauce, the pumpkin pie, pecan pie, I'm trying to make y'all hungry here. But there's something special about Thanksgiving, right? Gather up your food, you sit down, and you enjoy a meal as a family, and it's special. Imagine treating that gathering that you might only, half the people that you see, you might only see once a year, but imagine treating that gathering of people as if, it was something special. I'm not going to talk about this. They're not a big deal. Or, oh, this, this food's not okay. Imagine training Thanksgiving as common. I mean, that's not... That would be completely disrespectful to the family, to the hands that prepared food. And just, just the poor attitude in general. You know, somebody went through all that work to prepare that meal and to, to make it a very cozy loving time, and we're just, eh. Imagine doing that. Now imagine that times a thousand, where we are treating the Lord's temple, or the Lord's table as though it's called. The Lord's table is where we sit in the presence of God. The Lord's table is where we sit in the presence of God, where we just bask in his presence. Lord's table is when we, we come to the altar and we pour our heart out to God. Lord's table is where we, we dig into the Word because there's something here for us. This is, this is a meal that God has prepared. This is our, our daily bread. The Lord's table is where we sit in silence and just feel His peace. But we treat it as common. How many of us here today can say that we have actually taken the time to open this up and allow God to speak to us? Where we didn't just treat it like a duty, but we treated it like the very holy word that it is. How many of us have actually come to the altar and poured our hearts out to God and said, God, I don't want to live the way I'm living anymore. I want, I want you to take complete control. I want you to take all of me, not just part of me. I want you to take all of me and change me. I don't want to live for me anymore. I don't want to live this less than holy life. How many of us have done that? How many of us have, and when, when we're just so stressed out and so burdened and, and life is just going crazy like it's been going crazy since March, how many of us have just 
need your peace because I just want to bask in your presence and I want you. How many of us have done that? I wish that one of you would close the temple doors so that you would no longer would light useless fires on my altar. The purpose of the temple, the purpose of the church building is for our sacrifices to God to be whole, to be heartfelt. What's the point of this building? If we are going out of those doors and saying, you know what, Sunday was great, but I, now it's Monday, and Monday I am going to just do my own thing. I'm back at it with, with my lifestyle. What's the point? And what kind of name does that give God when that's the way we treat him? I would wish the doors of the church would be closed if that's the way we're going to listen, to behave. Because I don't want to disgrace the Lord's name like that. We profane his name when we live like that. When we declare that we are followers of Jesus Christ and we live a life that is less than holy. So the Church of the Nazarene has a unique doctrine. And it's the doctrine of entire sanctification. Just so you guys know the term. You might hear holiness. You might hear Christian perfection. You might just hear perfection. And it's not saying that, that as Christians we're supposed to be completely perfect. If you, if you suck at math, you're going to suck at math, I'm sorry. It's not going to make you any smarter. If you're a bad cook, I'm sorry, Charlie, you're going to say a bad cook. But God wants all of us, and what entire sanctification means is that we have entirely sanctified ourselves to God. We have consecrated our whole lives to God. That means that there is not one part of our life that we're holding on to saying, well, God didn't have all that line, we're going to hold on to this habit. I'm going to hold on to this less than holy deed that I keep doing. I'm giving it all of that. Because anything less than all is in here. Um, I really love this song, I Surrender All. You know, also Jesus' life. We've, we've seen that. But have we? Because I know I was convicted reading this. There are areas in my life that God just kind of nudged them and it's like, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you're holding on to that pretty darn tight. You're keeping a hold of that. But I want it. Because I want to use that part of your life. <clears throat> So I want to ask you guys. I guarantee you everyone here has something. But they're holding on to a little too tight. What are you holding on to? Is it a dirty little secret habit? Or is it just a gift that God's giving you that you don't necessarily want to let go of because I want to use that for me? Or is it, are you damaged? And you don't want to let go of that hurt just yet because you want to stay mad. You don't quite want to let go of that pain that somebody's caused you because, well, it just hurts too much. What are you holding on to today? 
sick. You bring these things before an offering. Should I accept them from you? Should God accept only part of us? Should God be okay with accepting only part of the joy of his creation? He knows everything about you, and yet you're still acting like there's a part of him we that I can hold on to, and God doesn't own that. Hold on to it too tightly. There will be harsh condemnation for the hypocrite who has a valuable male animal in his flock but vows sacrifices, vows and sacrifices something inferior to the Lord. For I am a great king, says the Lord of armies, and my name is awesome among the nations. I, I want to ask, though, like, we got the mayor here. Am I picking up the job? Got the mayor, mayor here. If somebody would come and be like, oh, hey, Mr. Mayor, I owe, you, I, I owe the city 65 bucks because I, I parked in the handicapped parking spot. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. But here, I'm going to give you five. Is that okay? I can respond, John. The bill is the bill. Exactly. Giving a partial sacrifice isn't going to appease the mayor, much less. The God of the Lord of Heaven's armies? Why are we so quick to give what's due to John, but not what's due to God? Do we really surrender all? All to Jesus, I surrender. All to Him. I'm just going to call it like I see it. We're liars. We're a bunch of liars. Because if we're Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dirt Pass Sermon Podcast. If you live in or near the Greensburg, Kentucky area or find yourself visiting our community on a Sunday morning, please join us at 1030 a.m. Central Time at Greensburg Church of Nazarene, located at 31 Bluebird Lane. If you find yourself responding to the prompting of the Holy Spirit through this message, would you please send me a message either through the con connection card available in the show notes or simply subscribe to the Dirt Path Facebook page and you can send me a message there. I would love to pray for you.